Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're taking a look back at our rookie selves. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays land flipping blueprint. Guys, if you're thinking about getting into this niche, you've got to check this out. We've taken all the knowledge we've gained through the years of consulting and the hundreds of clients and put it into this course. It's in an easy-to-follow video format. It's got all the contract scripts and forms that we use in our daily business and Everyone that joins gets a free one-on-one training with either myself or Justin. So if you're interested in learning more, all you got to do is go to our website at casualfridaysrei.com, click on the training tab, set up a strategy call, and we'll go over everything you need to know to get started. Happy Friday, sir. Hey. Man, that interview with Gore on Wednesday was one of those ones that got me kind of charged up. Dude, me too. Like, I'm still kind of riding high on that one. I just started thinking of all the possibilities. I think I even said to you as soon as we got off, I was like, selling land to developers mm-hmm. you know it makes our mind wonder and where you can go and what you do and that's the whole part about being part of the entrepreneur is being somewhat of a dreamer and kind of thinking about that mm-hmm. oh I, I love the dream yeah that's why i like i so I, you sleep I, so I, much no that's, <laughs> I, that's why I, I love playing the lottery when it gets over 100 million oh because what if yeah, yeah 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 it's like obviously the chances of winning the lottery are super slim but mm-hmm. every time it doesn't matter which lottery anything hits 100 million or higher i'm like all in because that is some crazy, incredible money. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I just love, love to dream about it. Same with being in business. Like he talked about someone putting up a hundred grand and they made 2 million. Mm-hmm. That's big boy money. Yeah. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. And I think the hardest part for most people like us and our you know, people listening is like, how do we take where we're at and go to that level? But what he's doing is essentially taking that hurdle out because they help you get there. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. We had Mike Marshall on a show. Some of the stuff that he does They've seemed to automate it and put it into a dashboard format and ran with it. He talks like the possibilities of the rezoning and looking value add that away. Just having that other aspect where these guys are like, hey, we find it what the developer wants. We use our automated tools, their patents, their things like that and put it to work. So that really got me moving. Like it's like, oh, connecting the dots, do, 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 do. Yeah. And I was, I was also thinking, find the perfect piece of land, have like a self-storage facility designed and drawn and sell that entire thing as a package, right? I've seen that done before. Mm-hmm probably make killer money on that right there was a piece of land right by you that all it was was the land and plans i think it sold for a million bucks or something like that right yeah that's insane (laughs) that's insane yeah so what is insane though i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell a little story about myself here and my ways as we we've shared on the show that this is a a documentation of our journey over the course of our land investing career Uh, we started it a little bit later into our career so we were looking back at some of the stuff but you know nothing shows detail and attention to detail like looking at old records Mm. and i've been postponing because i've migrated most of my notes into into land geeks geek pay Mm -hmm. and i still had some that i was doing the old-fashioned way with excel and pencil paper marking them and I was like, you know, I need it for the last couple of years. I've been telling myself I need to move these over and I have yet to do it. Well, I bit the bullet this week, pulled out those old land contracts, pulled out what they paid, pulled out my amortization schedule and spent six hours getting them all figured out so I could put them back into the automated system. So now I have everything in one spot tracking everything. And I'm going to tell you, boy, we've learned a lot hmm. since those first couple of deals. Did it look like like uh, your kids did it? <laughs> it there, were, there were some things in it that I was like, 
you know, today I wouldn't even look at this deal. Like I wouldn't even let the person make this deal on me. But at the time when it, when this stuff went down, when the dates on these contracts were, these were like within days of me losing my job. And so it was like hungry, Justin, I'm going to take whatever. And so I asked myself, cause I'm pretty cynical with myself in my, in my own head. I'm like, maybe you need that hunger back. Maybe you need a little bit more of that because there was some notes that have paid out, you know, four or five years, really good paying notes, but they didn't have things like a service fee, didn't have interest against it. And I know some of our clients don't do that, but, you know, interest weighted on the balance there pays pretty well. Now, I know that you've had some notes where you say, well, I just build it in. I figure out what the interest would be and I add that to the purchase price. But my notes didn't have that in there. Late fees were like $5. You know, and I'm like, you know, what what is five dollars to somebody? That my money's not important to them at this point. Mm-hmm. So like the interest, there was zero percent interest, and you know, three hundred dollars down on a nineteen thousand dollar note. There's a sense of when you're new, almost a fear that I can't make this higher than five dollars because mm-hmm. what if that's too high? Yeah, what if it's too high and they won't or like me? I can't charge sixteen percent interest because people will laugh. Yeah, you know, they they won't buy it. Yeah, I've never charged sixteen percent interest, but I have seen it seen it done, and people. One person I'm thinking of in particular who charges it has buyers left and right, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't know because I've never tested it, but just sticking on the subject for half a second is I don't think people look at the interest. I think they just look at what they can afford. They the can payment. look at what they can pay the monthly payment. It's yeah. the psychology of can I afford the monthly payment? Yeah. Who cares about the rest? Yeah. As yeah. long as we put it out there and make it like clean, then you, you say, hey, here, when you do a full disclosure, here's your payment, your principal, your interest, any other wacky charges I'm charging you broke down line by line and they see it and sign it. You're good to rock and roll. Well, I know people will pay astronomical interest because that one company I used to work for charged 480% interest. <laughs> you always say that, and I, I find that so hard to believe that they did it. And I know they did, and I know you're not lying about it. I just like, I'm like, who would pay that? Yeah, and they signed on. They read it. They signed it. And, you know, they're taking $1,000 loans and paying back 4800 on a biweekly payment. Jesus. That's insane. (laughs) And, you know, I kind of want to talk about this today. And this is why I wanted the show topic is because I know we've got a ton of new people that are sitting there going, I don't don't know. I don't want to do this or I'm scared to do it. And it's a fear of not doing it because it's not going to be perfect. Hey, we're sitting here five years later and I'm telling you, ours wasn't perfect. We've tried to help you and curb some of that, but it's okay. Just get started in doing it and not be scared about it because hell, if you get a deal and you've got 3000 bucks in it and you're selling it for 15 on terms and you get $500 down, you still built equity. You Mm -hmm. still built some wealth there. Yeah, this definitely isn't uh, harass the new guy, make fun of the rookie, no. right? As long as you're getting out there and doing it, then congrats to you. Yeah. Right? But what will happen is as you continue to go and grow, mm-hmm. you will look back and be like, did I let Jackson run this deal? <laughs> <laughs> and Jackson's my seven-year-old for those who aren't keeping up with my kids' names. But yeah, that, you're, you're 100% right. And I sat there and I postponed this for so long that it probably made it worse because I'm like, man, this deal, like I had some that with the 0% interest and I'm like, these people have paid some extra, and then I didn't look. I just assumed it was 10% interest. Like, that's pretty standard for me. I didn't look to see what the interest was, and so I'm figuring out what they've paid so far and how many months they've paid into their contract. And then I look, and I'm like, well, what I need to amortize this real quick. So I look at the interest rate, and it's zero. I'm like, Jesus, I'm not even like, getting interest off this. So How hard was it to figure everything out and put it into GeekPay? It actually wasn't hard at all. The thing about GeekPay, for those who are transferring their stuff over, because I've seen it before, you can't backdate a note in there. So what you do is you start it from the date that it is or their last payment that they've made. And so if they've paid, like I had one guy that's paid, um, he had 91 payments left. So he's paid uh, 39 payments. I think that's right. 29 payments. I figured up what the amortization is for that 29 payments and he hasn't paid any extra. So using an amortization schedule, I set up his original contract, what it was. 
and then pulled out, you know, by the monthly what he paid and then just dropped that as the new loan amount. Sounds like such a long time. 91 payments. Mm-hmm. It is a long time. It was a $58,000 note at 10% interest over 10 years with 5,800 bucks down. His payment is six ninety nine ninety three with taxes and everything. Were you able to move their payment info onto GeekPay without them knowing? Like, do they keep paying the way they were? Yeah, because I have it set up through ACH, and so I kept it through that one. So I just set every one of these notes were set up as manual. Um, so I just go in when they receive their payment, I go in and click that it was paid. Gotcha. So gotcha. yeah, I set it up that way. So they'll never see it. And I never attached it to their email. If they decide if I need to share that information with them, I'll just add their email in and send them an invite. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's nice to look at all the notes in one place now. But I can't believe I postponed it for this long, but it took me two days at three and a half hours each day working on it. Oh, wow. You know, and that's taking breaks, phone calls and walking out, getting a drink or whatever that may be. But it took a little while to get everything figured up because I'm pulling it from three different softwares. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Business is just like anything, you know, you first get started. You're trying to just figure it out. You're bootstrapping. You're it. just trying to make money. Mm-hmm. Uh, you keep going, get a little better, mm-hmm. get a little wiser. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm keep going a little bit more now you're you know now you're telling stories about how you had to walk to school and barefoot the snow <laughs> I had and to calculate using my fingers and toes back in my day <laughs> yeah yeah we kept one of our finance records with a, a pencil a on quill. a quill yeah. is that a quill pen <laughs> uh, on a spreadsheet yeah Nope. I still keep my spreadsheet though. I can't leave that. No, as I'm well. talking about like a like a one you open up. Oh, okay. On, a, okay. on, on your desk, like okay. actual paper, like an actual <laughs> spreadsheet. It was onion onion skin paper. <laughs> I love uh, computerized Excel sheets. You know. Yeah. I use those for everything. I still run the majority of my business on that. Yeah. I I mean that's how I run my CRMs. But it was again, it was just one of those things that I was just like, dang. Like, and that's and that's a hard thing when you listen to people on a podcast or a story. You go to a, a seminar. They tell you some motivational pieces that they got through, but they don't tell you like the little shit that they just kind of did to get by or that how they actually got started and what those notes and bolts are. So that's kind of a share that I, I want to do a little bit more of and share those details of, hey, if you mess it up, not big deal. You can fix paperwork. You can you can always make a deal. But if you're buying a property for, say, five grand and you turn around and sell it for 15 grand on terms, you still did a good job. You were successful in your quest. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe that that's how we got started, go back and uh, listen to episodes one through ten. Oh no! <laughs> adjust your adjust your sound quality. Uh, you will hear rookies at their best. Yeah, talking as a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we we did okay at land at that point. We had made some yeah. money at land. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like podcasting. Yeah, like I was just uncomfortable sitting here just talking to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was I didn't want to like look at you because it just made it, it just makes it awkward to talk when the microphone's in your face. Do you not make eye contact when you make love? <laughs> You're you scared. We're not. You're so ended. We're not like, going there. Just, turn over. <laughs> Let me stare at your back. Wow. Yeah, I had oh, to make you, it a little creepy. You it's always, Friday. There's, it's that's freaky, just for you. It's Freaky Friday. Yeah. I think that's a solid ending point <laughs> Mo- moving on from today. <laughs> All right. I won't make eye contact as we say bye. <laughs> that's it. Go to... Go to iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. Leave a like a five star rating, but don't write anything because if you're still thinking about writing after what Justin just said, <laughs> it may not be positive. But uh-huh. positive five star reviews, subscribe, and then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you listen to us, like, review, subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you Monday. See you guys.